Okay, good morning everyone, let's get started. Today is Daf Kuf Yud Ches, number 118. We're going to do the review first of 117, yesterday's Daf. And we start at the very end of Kuf Tezayinam Beis. Uh, it says, Therefore, um, we are obligated to sing praises to the Rabbi Nishlal and to Hashem. So, um, the, we saw an interesting discussion. First, we have Rav Chizda in the name of Rav Yechon, who says that the word um, Haleluka, the word Keska, and the word Yedidya are actually a single word. It's not two, two separate words. That's Rav Chizda, the name of Rav Yechon. Rav says that Keska and Merchavka is one word. Didn't say anything about any others. And Rabbi says, Merchavka alone is the only one that's one word of these words. So the question the Gemara wanted to know is, what would Rav Chizda say about Merchavka? He didn't talk about it. And we remain with a question on that. The question is, what would Rav say about Yedidya? Is that one word or two? So he brought a proof that Rav, because Rav says that Yedidya can be split into two words. It is two words. It's not supposed to be one. And Yedid is Chol, it's not Hashem's name, but the Ka is Hashem's name, and it's Yedid Ka, it's two words actually. Um, and therefore it's Kodesh. Um, the Shaila is, what would Rav say about Halaluka? So we brought a Raya, because Rav says that he saw the Tehillim of his uncle, Rabbi Chia, and it said Halalu in one line, and it said Ka in the next line. So you see that Halalu and Ka are two words and not one word. And that is uh, not like Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says that Haluka means that we praise Hashem with Hilulim Harbe. It's like multi- a multitude of Hiluls. Okay, and um, this, um, this counters himself because Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says that there are 10 statements of praise that we find in Sefer Tehillim, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says. They are Nitzuach, you find Lamanatzeach multiple times. You find Nigun, Biniginos. We find Bimaskil, that's also a, a terminology of praise. Mizmar, Shir, Ashrei, Tehila, Tfila, Hoda'a, like Hodul Hashem Kitov, and Haluluka. The greatest of all, says, says uh, Rabbi Shuman Levi, is Haluluka. Because it's shame, Hashem, and praise of God in one. So because it has the, that dual quality, that's why it's like extra special. Now, so you see that it's not many praises, it's God's name. So, it's a contradiction in Rabbi Shomalev. Rabbi Yudah says in Mishmuel that the shear of Az Yashir in the Torah was of course stated by Moshe and Kal Yisrael when they came out from Yamsuf. Halel uh, who, is, who wrote the Hallel that we have, that we say on, on Rosh Chodesh, on, uh, on Yomim Toivim? So who said it? It was the prophets amongst them, established for Yisrael to say it at every occasion where they're going through difficulties, they're redeemed, they say this special praise of Hallel. Happy occasions, right. When we were saved from dire straits, when we were, when we were saved. Becomes a very happy occasion, right? Right. What was the Seinfeld's line that uh, that uh, oh, you could summarize every Jewish holiday? They tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. Right. But they forgot to mention Hallel. 
<laughs> Sing halal and then let it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so we saw that um, Rameir says that the praises that are said in Sefatilim were all written by David Melech, which is not like what we just said. We just said that Hallel was written by the Nevi'im in the time of Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu. So uh, how do we know that Tehillim was all from David? Because from David? it says, Kalu Tvilois David ben Yishai in Sefer Tehillim. And don't read it as Kalu, read it as Kula, Kal Elu, all of these. All right. So who said the Hallel? So um, it's Machlokes. Rabbi Yossi says that I heard from my son, Rabbi Lazar, that Moshe and Yisrael said it um, the, in, in, by, by the sea. And his friends told him, no, it's David who said it. My, my son's pshat makes more sense than the others, because how could it be that Klal Yisrael, all these years, till David Amal came along, they shech their kom pesach, they take their lulav, he's doing these amazing mitzvahs of the holidays, and they're not going to sing shira of halal? Of course they have to, it has to have existed. Another pshat is that it makes more sense that it was around, oh, first in the time of Esher Rabbeinu, before there was established the Pesach Micha. Because once the Pesach Micha was established and it was around the entire time of Kal Yisrael, when they were in Eretz Yisrael, and they're going to be able to, to compose such a halal, it doesn't make sense either. Okay, brings us to the next, uh, the next thing. So, um, we learned that all the songs and praises that David said in Sefer Tehillim, who are they referring to? So Rabbi Eliezer says that it, it was uh, personal. Rabbi Yeshua says it was Klal Yisrael. It wasn't personal. It was the Tzibor. And the Chacham say they are both. Some are Kineget Tzibor and some are Kineget Atzmo. If it was written Belashen Yachid and many of them are written in singular, so it's personal. If it's written Belashen Rabim, so then it's Tzibor. Um, if you see the terminology of Nitzuach and Nigon, that's about a future event. If you see the term maskil, it means that, a, that it was via a translator. Translator meaning, those days, the translator was more of a, like a loudspeaker. It was projecting what he, what he was saying. Um, David Mizmar, um, when you see the David before the Mizmar, very interesting insight. That teaches us that the Shechina came on him first, and then he sang Shira from the Shechina. The other, if it's Mizmar Ledavid, then it's then first he started, uh, first he started singing, and then the song brought him to be able to get the 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 Shechina rest on him, okay, um, and that's Mizmar Ledavid, okay. Um, then this teaches us that the Shechina rests on a person doesn't work from laziness, doesn't work from sadness, nor frivolity, nor lightheadedness. Um, but um, only in order from wasteful activities. The way to get there is with the simcha shal mitzvah, you're doing a good deed. The joy of doing a good deed brings you to a, a zone that can help you get the divine presence rest on you. And, um, and that's the pasuk of Elisha that you saw that he had the music help him achieve the Ruach HaKodesh. Rabbi Yudah Sidney Mavrav that that's true not only for Rosh Kodesh, it's also true for getting the true pshat in the halacha. You have to be in a good, positive, happy state. And uh, Rabbi Nachman says, it's also true for, for, bad, for good dreams. If you want to have a good dream, 
You can't go to sleep angry. You have to go to you have to you have to go to sleep right. So the Gemara says, really, is this true? Because Rav, Rav says that uh, uh, that Rav Gidel says in the name of Rav that a Tamachacham who's sitting in front of his teacher and he's not in fear and in awe of his teacher, um, that's uh, that that is. Uh, uh, it's not a good thing. I mean, whatever. It's like uh, it's uh, it's 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 very bad. So the Gemara explains that uh, it depends who it is. Maybe if the re- the Rebbe should be in a place of simcha, but the student should be in a place of awe. That's one shot. Or even the Rebbe, it's uh, before he starts teaching, he's in a place of joy. Then he starts discussing the Torah Hashem. He gets very serious, and that's what we find by Rabbah. Rabbah. Um, when he started, before he started teaching, he would say over something like a nice joke, and the Rabbana would be in a good mood, and then he would turn and get very serious and start teaching the halachas in a very, you know, awesome experience. Okay, Ton Rabbanan, the next thing the rabbis learned is that who said the halal? So he saw um, a number of rabbis. First version is Rabbi Lezer says that it was Moshe and Yisrael said it when they uh, stood at the other side of the yard of the of the Amsof, and they were afraid that the Mitzrim are going to come and get them, and that's when they said the words "Lolano Hashem Lolano," please don't save us for our sake, but for your sake rather. And Hashem says, "You're right, I will for my sake." Rabbi Yehuda says, "We'll see more about that in today's daf." Rabbi Yehuda says it was a little later on in history is when Yeshua and Klal Yisrael. They said it when the kings of Canaan came and uh, came and wanted to attack them in Eretz Yisrael. They said Lolano, and Hashem again responded. Rabbi Lazar Medai says it was Dvar and Barak a few generations later, when they when the king of Sisra came to attack, and that's when it was. Uh, also, the the back and forth of Lolano and uh, Hashem said Lamani. Um, Rabbi Lazar Ben Azariah says it was later on in history of Chizkiya and his uh, group who were being surrounded by Sancheirev and they were saved. That was, uh, what, that was what he says. Rabbi Kiva says it was Hanani, Mishal, Vazaria um, when uh, Nebuchadnezzar threw them into the um, fiery furnace and that was the story with that. And Rabbi Yosef clearly says it was Mordechai and Esther in, later on in history when um, Haman wanted to destroy them they said, don't save us for our sake, lolanu, but rather, and, and Hashem said, you know, and Hashem answered, Lamani, I will do so. Now, uh, the Chum say it was not each day, well, not, not, not like these other rabbis who said it was at later points in time, but rather it was the Nevi'im originally that said that it should be done, said, and repeated whenever you're in that dire straits, then you become redeemed. You'll say it on the redemption, and that's the proper. That's when we. That's where halal was established. So they actually referencing all those future events as well, recognizing uh, the need. Now Rav Chizda said that as machlokes whether the hallelujah at the end of the chapter is it at the end or is it really the beginning of the next one. So um, according to Rav Chizda, it's the end. According to Rabbi Barafuna, it's the beginning. Rav Chizda says, I saw the Tehillim of Rav Chanan Barav, it says, Aluka in the middle, <laughs> now, not, it didn't, like it didn't connect it to the previous or to the next, makes sense that he's misupuk, what is the right way? But uh, there are certain that we are clear on, uh, 
and that is like by the Tilas Hashem Yidaberpi, um, it says Halalukah at the end, and that's not the Aluka that connects to the previous, it's the beginning of the next one. Uh, the next one, yeah, what? Question? No, no, I'm thinking. Yeah, but if you look in the Tehillim, it doesn't have two Halalukas. It's really, we borrowed it from the, from the next one, but it really is... So is it the beginning or the end? It's the beginning. He's saying everybody agrees that it's at the beginning of the next one. Um, next he says, is that another pasuk of Russia, Yerev HaKashina, Vyechrak Vinamas Vitavitz Risham Tovid, the Halaluka after that is also the beginning of the next one. Sha'am Dimbebez Hashem also says Halaluka, that Halaluka is the beginning of the next chapter. And then we saw that there's others add Minachaba Derek Yishtal Kirnyor Mirosh. The Haluka after that is the beginning of the next one. And also Rashis Chachmiyus Hashem Sechotovul Cholosim. The Haluka after that is not connected to that. It's the beginning of the next. So first we thought that maybe this Machlok is between Rav Chizda and Rabbi Barafuna is Machlok um, Tanoim. Because there's a question. Our Mishnah says, how far do you, uh, uh, how far. Do we read in the Hallel in the, by the Magid, right? Because we stop the Hallel in the middle and then we, all the way by Hallel Nirza, we continue from where we left off. Where do we read up to? So in our Mishnah, we said, Ad, ad Ema Banim Semecha, and Basil says, Ad Chalamash Lemayim That's in our Mishnah. In the price, it says, How far does Beshame say? Til Bitsesi Sromim Sraim. Basil says, Until Lolanu Hashem Lolanu. So what, what, notice the difference. Uh, do, where is, so maybe the, uh, the Bryce is going that the Haluka is connected to the previous part. And the Tanakam, our Tan of our Mishnah is holding that the Haluka is connected to the next chapter. So, um, so that's the Machlok. So the Gemara says, Lavtafka, even Rav Chizda will tell you, according to his reasoning, that everybody agrees that the Haluka is the end of the chapter. And uh, so if it says Bitsisrael, until Bitsisrael, that makes sense. But when it, that's in the Bryce. When it says until Imapan Smecha, it's because he holds ad ad bechal. We mean up to and including Imapan Smecha. And that's why we, that's what we mean. I, why not say Halaluka? Because that's not, that's not clear which Halaluka. So the Gemara says, so just say the Halaluka of Imapan Smecha. So the Gemara says, okay, that's a little bit difficult in Rav Chizda. And the same is with Rabbi Baravun, he could say, according to his reasoning, that really it's the beginning of the chapter, not the end of the previous. So when it says, that fits very well with him. But when it says, Yisrael, so that means because uh, it's, so why not say, till the Haluluka? So maybe because it's not clear, but you could say, until the Haluluka, so he says, okay, that's a difficulty in his chat also. But the bottom line is, they're not willing to say that it's necessarily because it does still possibly fit in. And, that's, uh, and that was the story with that. Next thing we said is that they are chosen bigula, they sign off with a blessing related to redemption in the Halal, I mean in, uh, in, in the Magid. Now, so Rav says that when we say Kriyashma, and the Birchas Kriyashma, the last of the Birchas Kriyashma, is the Brach of Gal Yisrael, it's past tense, Gaal Yisrael, and then we go to Armida. Gaal, Gaal. Not Goel, but Gaal Yisrael. Gaal, who redeemed us. Right. Past. 
Right. And the same is true with the halal that we say in the, in, in the bracha that we say in Magid. We also say Goal Yisrael. Um, but uh, when in davening, we say Goel Yisrael because we're davening to be redeemed. So that's why we say Barachat Hashem, Goel Yisrael in the seventh blessing. Rabbi Zeir says in Kiddush, we say Asher Kiddushonu B'mitzvosav. Past. God who we are in davening, we say Goel. Correct. In the Shmoneser, yeah. in, in the Amida, right. Before that, Baruch Hashem, Go Al Yisrael. Got it. That's what we're discussing. Now, in the, in in Kiddush, we say Asher of He who sanctified us in His mitzvahs. And in davening, when we say we say we also mention it, but we say Kad sanctify us. We're requesting it because we're davening. That's what Amid is all about. Yes, Rav Acha Bar Yaakov says you mention Yitzis Mitzrayim in Kiddush even on Shabbos, and it's based on the pasuk pasuk says the Mantiskar is Yom Tzeis Chameiros Mitzrayim, and it also says Zochor is Yom Shabbos Kachal with the Gzeri Shav of Yom to Yom that even when we mention Shabbos, we mention the day of Yitzis Mitzrayim as well. Um, next we saw is that uh, when davening we we mentioned there's a section dealing with Davra Melech. We say we end the bracha with Matzmir Ker Nishua. Then in the Haftorah, we end it off with the one that talks about David Amelach. We end with Magain David. The second time was how many years after creation? Well, I think it's the year. I don't remember exactly, but I think it's the year 2448. Okay, so I think 4, so. And we're in 5,000. I always thought, I mean, I realized a few years ago that. The story of the Ami Israelis before Yitzhak and after Yitzhak Right. So it's the why, because we mentioned Yitzhak never in our lives. In our right, that's when we became an Am, that's when so we became we, a nation. So if you see, I mean, time wise, Yitzhak now is in the middle of our, our, of our span of time. Of the entire history, Jewish people also were later. Here's the story, just to give you a little help with the timeline. Okay, Avram Avinu, it's easy to remember, he was born in 1948, the year 1948, it's easy to remember. When he was 100, that's when Yitzchak was born. So that's in 2048. We, they said that uh, the subjugation is going to last 400 years. It didn't last 400 years, but it's 400 years from the time Yitzchak was born. So 2448 was when Kali Yisrael left Egypt. You following? And that was the same year that everything happened. That in the year 2448, that's when we received the Torah at our Sinai. You following? So that's how you remember. Okay, it's easy. So they were in the desert. Know? They were in the desert for 40 years. Mm-hmm. So in 2488 is when they entered Eretz Yisrael. And that's how you figure the math. You follow? Yeah. It's not that hard. Once you know those numbers, it's good to keep. You, it's easy to keep that in your head, and then uh, you can, you can, you can, you can. Uh, so that's the point, right? So, so, so it was, it was, so it was two hundred and ten years actually, slavery. So why everybody mention four hundred? The pasuk says four hundred because he started from when Yitzchak was born. That's what they ask. Why does it mean four hundred? Hashem 
figured out that if we would have been slaves for a full 400 years, we would never. That's why it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we say it in the Hallel, in, in the Agada. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chishev took out the 190 years out of the calculation. That's what Kate stands for. Kate is Kuf, which is 100. Tadi is 90. 190 subtracted away. He made it that we worked extra hard. Whatever, he figured out a way because we couldn't have lasted. Kuf Tadi. That's 190. In which part of the world? In Magid, in the middle of Magid. You pay attention this time. Okay. Okay, excellent. Anyway, so that's the story. All right, let's continue. Anyway, so that's the mugging David that we say in Haftorah. And that's really the bracha that Hashem told David HaMelech. He says, I'm going to make you a, a, a great name like the G'dayl, meaning like Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, which we find that, uh, and that's the bracha of mugging David, that he's also got like a, a bracha, uh, you know, with his name on the bracha, um, uh, which is... Um, which was the blessing that Avram got. The Eschol Gadol is that it says that we daven, we say Aluke Avram. Vavarecha is when we say Aluke Yitzchak. And Vagadlo Shemecha is when we say Aluke Yaakov. Now you might think that the end of that bracha should be for all of them. No, it's, um, it's only ending bracha. You, Avram, will be the bracha because you started it all and that's why we end off the bracha of Magin Avram. And that's Matzmiach Karen Yeshua. Oh, the Kate. Kate is the end, yeah. Kate means. No, also 190. Right, right. 190. Yeah, 190. See that? Mugging is, uh, is that the ultimate blessing? The shield of Avram Yeshua? That's the first bracha. That's what he's saying. The bracha ends with Avram's name instead of uh, all of their names. The end of the blessing, Baruch Ato Hashem. That's what we're saying. The Magen means the shield, but the protector, yeah. Yeah, but David also. Magen David, right, right. That's what we say in Haftorah. That's so like David prayed to, to get that recognition, like Avram, and Hashem said, "You're going to get a bracha for yourself. Don't worry." And he did. And the bracha that that Hashem is a shield for them. Is that how's that been? Is that significant? Why did you choose that? Of, you know, I don't know. That I can't. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of. Uh, I don't know. It does not. Yeah, that's a question. Where did that come from? You, know, you talk to people, it's like not clear where that historically starts. No, the Gemara no, never describes a, a design for it. All right. Uh, so I can't really give you much information. Anyway, that was the blessing to David HaMelech and to Avram Avinu. Anyway, <clears throat> next we saw is um, that the, there's, a, there's an interesting how we end the, the blessing in the Amidah of, of, of Shabbos and Yom Tif. So according to Rav Yehuda and Rav Ina, who are the Sabbath Pumpadisa, they said that on Shabbos the proper ending is, is, is uh, Mekadesh HaShabbos. That's how we end the blessing. And on Yom Tov we say, Mekadish Yisrael Vazmanim. We end with Yisrael Vazmanim. Those are the two that we have. Um, that, that's, the, that's what the, um, that's what the Gemara says. Then, Rava says, I disagree. I say that on, on, that, that on davening, it depends. On davening, in, um, you should say, Mekadish Yisrael. 
whether it's Shabbos or Yom Tif. You say Mekadesh Yisrael. When saying Kiddush, you say Mekadesh Shabbos or Mekadesh Yisrael Bazmana. And a rabbi says, I understand the reasoning of Sabbath to Pumbatis. He says, because Shabbos, they say that, on, that you say Shabbos, just Mekadesh Shabbos, and that's because Shabbos doesn't require Yisrael, doesn't mention Yisrael, because we are not necessary to give sanctity to Shabbos. Hashem does. The Shabbos it comes when it comes, nothing to do with our activity at all. Okay, and that's why it's Mekadesh Shabbos. Mashinkin, however, in contrast, contradistinction to Yom Tif. The Yom Tif, the Zmanim, is, not, is established via Klal Yisrael. We set up the calendar. We uh, say maybe there's an extra day in this month. Maybe there's an extra month in this year since it's established by us. So therefore it's Mikadesh Yisrael Hazmanim. We have to mention Yisrael to because to, the holidays weren't just Hashem directly being Mikadesh Hazmanim. It's Yisrael Hazmanim. So that's why we say Yisrael Hazmanim. And that's the explanation of the elders of Pumbadisa. Rabbi says, to me, it makes more sense that when it comes to Shul, which is Bitzibor, you want to show the honor to Kal Yisrael, we should say Mekadosh Yisrael, whether it's Shabbos or Yom Tev. End of Mekadosh Yisrael. When you're in, when you're saying Kiddush, which is private, so then you're not talking about Kal, you're not together with all of Kal Yisrael, you're, pro, you're personal, so then you just mention Mekadosh Shabbos, if it's Shabbos or Yom Tev, you say Yisrael Vazmanim. Um, so that's the opinion of Rava. The, the, the Gemara, though, favors the opinion of the Sabbath the Pompadisa, and uh, that was the, uh, that's what the Gemara says, um, that uh, because, number one, it's that uh, it's not necessarily true. It's, uh, davening is not always B'tzibor. Sometimes you find yourself davening um, uh, B'yachid. And Kiddush can also be B'tzibor. It's not necessarily B'yachid. Rabbi nevertheless held that it goes by the Iker, primarily Tvilas B'tibor, primarily Kedishas privately. But nevertheless, that's why it's not so compelling, his position. And also we saw that the mo- most of the rabbis all said that we should follow the opinion of the Sabbath Bumbadisa. Even Rava, somebody uh, led services by Rava, and he, did not, and he didn't say anything. It sounds like he retracted his opinion. Um, it was done in front of Rav Nassan, the father of Rav Huna, Braid Rav Nassan. He davened in front of Rav Papa, like the elders of Pompadisa, and Rav Papa praised it, saying that was the proper way to end. And Ravina said that when I came to Surah, the, the Shlich Tzibur said it also, Mekadesh Shabbos, and, um, and um, they were yelling at him, whatever, everyone's like, shh, you know, like shushing him, that he did it wrong, but Miremar, who was the who was the the head there, he said, "Leave him." That's the halacha. The halacha is like the sabbat of Pompadisa, and that is the bottom line. And therefore, that's what we actually do. <laughs> Davening and kiddush. When it's Shabbos, we say Mekadesh Shabbos. When it's Yantif, we end off with Mekadesh Yisrael Hazmanim. And that is as far as we got to yesterday.